Hey everybody, welcome back to what used to be movie chatter, but has now been rebranded. We are now going to be doing episodes each week under the name Media Chatter, uh, in part because I, I couldn't come up with anything spiffier. Uh, <laughs> but primarily because we are not just going to be doing movies. We, we realized, you know what, there are a lot of good movies coming out, but there's not, there aren't very many anymore you know covid happened and and the industry's kind of changed theaters aren't quite back up to what they were before mm -hmm. what has really taken off are streaming networks and especially streaming shows and a lot of these shows you know we couldn't just cover everything that hits tv back when things were 20 22 24 episodes but now we're getting a lot of really good content and it's six seven eight sometimes 10 episodes a season and we're not covering those and we would really like to. So what we're going to do is we are going to alternate at, at some ratio between movies and streaming. And we are going to call it media chatter because we are going to be chatting about various different things that we see in our media. So I'm Eric. I am here tonight with Lou and with Robin. Robin, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I can't wait to record this show? I, I have to admit, it has been a <laughs> long time that I've been wanting to do um, shows. There have been a lot of shows I've wanted to talk about and, and haven't had an opportunity to, so I'm pretty excited about this as well. And Lou, Lou, how are you doing tonight? I, I'm doing great, and, and just like Robin said, I'm excited too. Uh, you know, one thing I was thinking about when we first started talking about changing the, the format of the show we're going to cover is that you know, I really like this new, it's not really new, but this new concept of, of streaming shows that are six or eight episodes long that tell one story that is, you know, it, you get much more, you get a lot more content in, in a lot more detail in eight hours of, of, you know, television, I'll call it for lack of a better term, mm -hmm. instead of a two hour movie. Um, they can dive into the characters more. You get more details. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm loving some of the storytelling. And we were talking before the show started tonight about things that we've been binging lately, yeah. and a lot of them are six or eight episodes long that tell just one cohesive story. See, so. I, I can't tell if you're trolling me or not. No, no, because no. This, you, I, you know, I, you know what I'm about to say, right? I don't oh, actually. Good. Okay. So. Every, <laughs> His crystal ball is yeah, right. so foggy today. It's it's raining. It's it's yeah. cloudy, overcast. Cla yeah. <laughs> Outlook is cloudy. Uh, everything you said is correct. I mean, it's nicer, especially when you're talking about character development, to be able to get a story that is told across many different segments and not try to cram it into an hour and a half. Uh, because the more story you get in an hour and a half film, the more you have to take out other elements. You don't have to do that in a show format. The flip side of that, as I've said before, with a lot of the Marvel and especially Star Wars content is like seven episodes for Book of Boba Fett seems a little short. Uh, even eight episodes seems a little short because it kind of feels like, well, you know, we grew up, the three of mm -hmm. us on 22 episodes being a normal right. season of something. Mm -hmm. So while you're absolutely correct, and it is absolutely a benefit, the flip side is it is a little bit tough when you you sit down and you're like, I'm going to watch this show. It's going to be awesome. And then after a month and a half, it's gone. And you're like, well, I have to wait another year. So 
I mean, and I'm sure we'll get into this as we go forward with this show over the course of the next few weeks and stuff. But so, so think about Book of Boba Fett, which I agree with you it was too short. Had you know, we also had two episodes of The Mandalorian thrown in. Yeah, there's we another issue. Boba Fett as we wanted to, but think about that and how that played out versus what we're going to talk about tonight is Reacher. And how that was was eight episodes with Reacher was that and they what were, it was they were also so an hour eight, long eight. instead of like, right it was a lot yeah. of content there though and for the first six episodes I think it was or at least five episodes, the next episode picked up exactly where the first one left off yeah. so it was like one long four or five hour movie the last two episodes really didn't have that same thing going on for it but. Um, I just, you know, and we said before, I mean, I got done watching um, Inventing Anna, and that was the same thing. It was like, this is, all this content was fantastic, building up this whole story. It was, I could, if I saw this as a two-hour movie, I would have been, eh, you know, it didn't give me enough. Yeah. But over eight-hour eight hour television episodes, I was like, this is fantastic. And of course, the show we're covering tonight is Reacher on Amazon Prime. Robin, were you about to say something? I don't want to cut you off before we proceed. Well, but I mean, I feel like the 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 screens back in uh, back in the day when um, you know we were all about prime time and less about right mm-hmm. the the recording and the watching later and the binging and and things like that is I feel like these are story driven just like movies, right? Whereas it was it was hit or miss in other um, type of you know, with either episodic episodic comedies or even those episodic yeah. dramas, right? I feel like those were very character like driven. Like you built these scenarios, short scenarios of twenty three, however long, um, around characters rather than around this story. Um, and this particular, um, this particular story, I think, has the potential to unfold as as you know, we're going to talk about this is based on a whole series of novels. So right. th- this in particular has um, an opportunity to unfold. Yes, certainly around Reacher, but also around a larger story. Yeah. Right. Um, which which this is could just become one episode of. So I think it's kind of exciting. Yeah, I, I think that it's, you know, and, and you're talking about the old episodes being episodic and, and very character driven. Back in the day, we didn't have TiVo. We didn't have DVRs. We we were just getting, when I was a kid, we were just getting VHS. Um, I mean, it had existed, mm. but it wasn't really ubiquitous yet. So, and even then, like trying to program something and then, you know, if you record something on one channel, you have to not record the show you want on the other channel. And television was episodic because they knew people would miss some episodes. And they would lose people. And so you couldn't make a story arc that was too tight and that um, defined the show too drastically because people would miss it. And a lot of them didn't do that because for syndication, they really didn't want that concept because they wanted to play Mac in any order they wanted. So they couldn't, you know, syndication was a real big no-no for that. Syndication, big moneymaker. So, you know, I didn't even think about this. We have to explain, I guess, for the the young kids out there what syndication even is. So ABC, CBS, (laughs) and NBC, and then eventually Fox, those were the main primary networks. But after you get at least 100 episodes, you could then sell the show for reruns to the lesser network uh, cable channels like TNT, AMC, um, uh, you know, who else? Yeah, there was a 
the Channel 20 out of New York. Right, your the, local yeah, affiliates yeah. and stuff that would do yeah. the, the blocks of like King of Queens or, you know, Seinfeld yeah. for a while, things like that. So, and it was a big moneymaker. MASH, yeah. yeah. There's a lot Mash, of stuff yeah. I only saw yeah. because of syndication. MASH mm -hmm. being an example. Right. The original Star Trek series, you know, things like that. So anyhow, but now we have the ability to tell stories that are longer than movies, shorter than the old fashioned television series. So you can get a cohesive story that feels well paced and yet also do character development. So as much as I wish some of these were longer than eight episodes, you get kind of the best of all the different pieces put together. So it's kind of nice. We're going to talk about that tonight. We're talking about Reacher. So this is on Amazon Prime, uh, Amazon Prime Video. It is, uh, as you said, eight episodes. It is starring, uh, I don't have the guy's name in front of me. Oh, yes, I do. Uh, Alan Rich. Alan. Your new boyfriend, right, Robin? My new boyfriend, Alan Richson. Yeah, the, so I yeah. first saw him on Titans. On uh, I think it's on HBO Max now. The DC Comics um, live action uh, Teen Titans series uh in which he's pretty good he plays a slightly different character a little bit more thuggish there than here um but uh yeah i think you know one of the big talking points about this series is is alan a good jack reacher because previously we've seen tom cruise in was it two jack reacher films or was there a third I think it was only two. Okay. I've only seen the first I one. I haven't seen either one of those. I haven't seen either I one. I recently saw the first one for the first time, and it was pretty good. Robin, what about you? Mm -hmm. No, I saw both of them. Um, I mm -hmm. liked them before I saw this one, because after I started this series, um, I started thinking about it and reading about it, and I realized that um, what folks are saying out there is very true this particular character was cast as a full character an embodied character and many of the um <clears throat> the the characters who play in and around him uh, you know and through him and with him in these in these roles um are need to react to his stature right uh, to his build um and then going back to think about even watch the Tom Cruise one, which I started to um, before we recorded this, I thought, no, they're right. Jack Reacher needed to be this large, um, um, muscled, certainly, right? Um, very fit. Uh, Calm down, character. Robin. Or as, you know, some of, some of the girls, yeah. I, you know, I just started texting some of the, the women in my life who like, we, we all like to watch sort of the similar mm -hmm. things. And I just started getting little pictures of, you know, eye candy in there. Cause just because, you know, Robin, don't be sexist. A good actor. That's don't be sexist. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying. Men have the monopoly you know. <laughs> on that. We've been doing it. We had dibs on this for generations now. <laughs> that That's our gig. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but it, so, he, and he's, he is, I, I think, uh, the the writers and the directors um here captured um captured this particular character now that i've read more about him and i'm i'm actually looking forward to picking up a few of the novels 
Um, even though I professed earlier that I don't read because I've had Yeah, you know, you, <laughs> says the professor, you professors. Yeah, yeah the professor, why would you want to read? Yeah. I know, I read all the books. So it's interesting. I've not read any of the books. These are uh, This is based on the first Jack Reacher novel by author Lee Child. Um, and what was the name of it? Lou, we were talking about this just before. Uh, the Killing Floor? The Killing Floor. The Killing yep. Floor. The Killing Floor. I've seen some comments online about the fact that the character in the books wasn't supposed to be super muscular. Um, like he would exercise a lot, but it was like walking and stuff. So he was very fit, um, but mm. not muscular, not, not like any way in which he was athletic. It was more that he was lithe and slender and it was not that he was built. Uh, but sometimes you have to let that go based on what type of media it is that you're covering, uh, which I guess is relevant for a show called Media Chatter now that I think about it. Maybe this, this is something we need to explore a little more, uh, comparisons between books and, and movies and books and TV shows. But I think that it's okay to, to deviate from some elements of a character like that to accommodate things that are going to work better in a visual medium if it's going to add to the story and if you're still staying true to the tone of the story and to the nature of the character and I get the impression that it did so um, I, I think I, I get the complaint but I guess I'm okay with it like I haven't read the book so for a lot of us out there this is going to be fine we don't have that comparison to make and if you do, I mean, we've been dealing with that kind of stuff for ages now. Star Wars, Marvel, yeah, science fiction, but it's The new, Expanse. Right? Um, and you just have to roll with it. You know, it's two different versions of the story and, and you can enjoy both. And that's great. I mean, it's interesting. The criticism of both of these Reachers goes in yeah. both directions. There were people who, when Tom Cruise was cast as Reacher, said, this is not Reacher. Like, this is not who... Um, um, Lee Child was describing right. in these books, and then when they cast Alan Richardson, they Richardson they said, "Okay, this is this is the perfect Reacher." I, I, I like that this is um, a quiet character, but a loudly quiet mm. character. You know, this character walks into a room and will be totally silent, and you will see an entire story play out. Yeah, right. And um, I, I, I. I like that piece. I like those pieces. I, one thing about the character that was a little bit rough for me was trying to figure out... There, there were some aspects where it was almost as if the character was on the spectrum a little bit, a little bit autistic. And I say that, for those who don't know, as somebody who was on the spectrum myself, but he, there were times where he seemed to lack a certain social uh, comprehension of some types of social interactions um, kind of, I don't want to say OCD, but very rigid in, in many things and stuff. And so there were some things with some of the social interactions I was trying to figure out is that the actor is not delivering things very well, or is it that he's delivering them flawlessly because this is who the character is supposed to be. And I was never really clear on that. I'm leaning toward the second. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. And it would fit the character to have those elements. So mm -hmm. 
I'm I'm going to go with mm-hmm. that. Again, I haven't read the books. Maybe if any of our audience members have, and you want to throw a comment down in the comments below here on YouTube, if you go to randomchatter.com/slash/youtube, uh, let us know because I'm I'm a little bit curious about that. But let's talk about the casting of this show. So, I think we all liked Alan Richson. Yes, Lou, would you agree with that? I did. Yeah, no, I think he did great in the role. I I don't have any experience with the books, of course, but. I totally bought into this character as what he portrayed. Yeah. And he carried out the action scenes, the choreography well. He had a good presence when he walked into a room. He had good emotional delivery in the moments where he didn't have to be the big, you know, Hulk character. And, and he had some more human moments. I thought he delivered those well. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Willa Fitzgerald played Roscoe. Thoughts on her? I thought she did well. I hadn't seen her in anything else yeah. prior to this, at least nothing I remember. Yeah, I don't think I've seen her before either, but um, I you know, I liked her character. She was strong and yet also needed help from time to time, but I, I totally bought into her as the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's done some other things here, but nothing that <laughs> I've seen. Scream, the TV series. Yeah, uh, I thought she was good. Uh, again, I think that she had that in the first episode or two, you're kind of thinking, oh, she's, you know, the mousy uh, girl who wanted to grow up and be a cop because it's her hometown and blah, blah, blah. But like, she's just kind of there. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, I'm going to kick your ass. Like she completely. Right. She had depth and, and she had presence and and. She had agency, and I liked the way they wrote the character, and I liked the way that Fitzgerald played her. Mm-hmm. And I think she was a good, I don't want to say foil for Reacher, because I don't think that's really uh, the right way to put it, but I think that she, you know, the yin and yang there worked well, and it almost kind of rotated sometimes as far as, you know, which character needed the other one there to kind of complement them. See now, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there because I actually think that the 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 couple character here was Reacher and well, I, um, I would agree with that too. Right, I, right. There is right there is your there's your couple so, there. And, um, see, okay, right. I, I saw and enjoyed both. No, go ahead, Lou. The, the comment I was gonna make it. I'm, I'm probably jumping out of order here, but um, I, I thought that. For the first six episodes, it was very consistent. Everything was what I expected. The last two episodes were not. The relationship between, you know, him and her was different. She turned into the typical role of, oh, I'm a woman that needs help and this and that. And 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 then and also I think some of the stuff with Reacher too. And, and I'm, I'm not trying to jump ahead here, but um, you know, for the entire series, Reacher was the person who would enter a conflict and be able to sort it out with very little words, good action, but very minimalized, you know, conserve energy type action where he would, it was done before it even started. And then for him to almost lose a fight to that wimpy little kid at the end, I'm like, what the, who wrote this and where'd this come from? You know, so yeah. there was some yeah. inconsistencies with that in the, only in the last two episodes, though. That was what really bothered Especially me. Especially the last and, one. Yeah. It, it, and, and I think that 
they did her a disjustice with the way they wrote her in the last episodes as well. Too. And that's another reason I would be curious to see the books, too, yeah. because I, I know that you can change things when you adapt a book into a movie or a TV show. But for the most part, you usually have to stick with the same ending. Mm -hmm. And I wonder now, I don't know when these books were written, but Louis said there were 26 Jack, Jack Reacher books. That's so what they website, didn't start yeah. the series last year. No. Right, these have been around <laughs> for a while. And of course, the culture of storytelling uh, has grown over the years. Uh, so I'm curious as to when the first one came out. And I'm wondering if maybe they had to go back to the ending of the book series or, or I'm sorry, that first book is what this so, season's based on. The first. Yeah, the first book was mm -hmm. this particular one. Killing Floor was 1997. And that's more recent than okay. I would have thought. I was thinking like 80s for some reason, like late 80s, early 90s. OK. Yeah, I don't. Well, it's still 20 years ago. I mean, well, true. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it, it, it it's aged. It's, it, you know, it's, it, I'm sure everything was updated for, for what but it was. I, but I agree with what you're saying there. For my comments about how I felt like um, Roscoe had a lot of agency in the series, she did kind of lose it at the end and it did become the damsel in distress. Mm -hmm. And he, mm -hmm. he did kind of struggle with a fist fight with a one-on-one -on -one fist fight with basically a kid or, you know, college yeah. kid when yeah. he you know the that no combat experience and, and, that, and, and he's like ex special forces this... and ex military police right. and come on i mean you, you you take a look at the fight that he had in the prison right right versus versus him against his one guy in a room where he was prepared or the restaurant it almost got the first time kicked. he's in a fight with that same right. kid and two other people right yeah. right yeah and he was prepared for this fight and he was ready to just take them all out. And it was like, wait, what? Why is he having trouble with this kid now? Yeah, yeah that was a little confusing. I would agree with you there. Now, but that aside, though, the series itself. So I don't think that that necessarily broke the series. I would still recommend the series. I think it's still good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, not to backtrack here, but on the books for a minute, I'm looking on Wikipedia and he's put out basically a book a year wow. <laughs> since 97 mm -hmm. for Reacher. It's like mm -hmm. April, every April, April or May, uh, he's got another, another book out. Uh, except 2010, he had two books out in the same year. But I'm like, wow, that's that's prolific writing. And, and I have a hard time <laughs> writing birthday cards to family members that frequently. So, yeah, I, I feel bad now. Um, let, let's uh, get back to some of the other casting here and then we'll move back to uh, kind of the story overall. Um, you were talking about Finley, uh, Malcolm Goodwin, yeah. another, I think, strong character in this series. Though, again, that last episode, I kind of felt like, eh, I don't want to say it's necessarily out of character for him, but it kind of felt like they moved him too far in the direction they were trying to take him too fast in that last episode or so. I don't really know how to describe it well, but I think that overall there was a synergy between Reacher and Roscoe and there was a synergy between Reacher and Finley. And uh, I thought that those two dynamics really carried this series really well. So you had a plot that mm -hmm. was interesting and, and kind of made sense, whereas a lot of plots don't. 
Um, and there were pieces um, that were laid along the way of the series. So it wasn't one of those things where at the end it's like, oh, hey, the guy you saw walk by in the background back in episode two, he's the murderer. Like there was a, a chain of evidence that you could follow breadcrumbs leading you to conclusions that would get you pretty close to this at the very least. So he had a good plot and I thought good character dynamics. Robin, what do you think? Yeah. Absolutely. I think that um, because I haven't read the novels, it this is, you have to put this in a little box, but um, they brought these folks to life as best they could. The only issue I had was with um, Mayor Teal. I, I just thought that was the one character here that I, I couldn't believe had the capacity once we found out what he had the capacity to do. And because he was, he was a caricature for me rather than a character. Um, and so it, that was problematic that particular character and that character development was probably, I would agree with that. I think, um, Bruce McGill is a good actor, but I feel like he always gets cast. He, he gets typecast. I feel like, and mm -hmm. he always yeah. plays the same character. And I don't think it's a, a lack of skill on his part necessarily. I, I think that it's just, we've gotten so used to him being the, the, Southern racist politician, probably bad guy. And if he's not the bad guy, he's at least not a very good guy. Uh, he's just, he plays the same character every time. And he plays it to a T, but it's like, you always know that character. So again, I, I think that's more of a casting thing. I don't blame Bruce McGill for that. I think he's a good actor, but yeah, it, it just kind of like, a few minutes of him on screen and you're like, oh, okay. So I, I kind of know, I, I get that character. He fits in this box and we move on. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. I'm looking over the list here. Any other notable? Well, I, I just okay. have to bring up one and it's just because I'm, I'm just a fan of what we do in the shadows, but Harvey Guyan, um, he is a character on a, another show that we watched. Was he the, the medical Shadow, examiner? Shadows and yes. Okay, Jasper. Yes, he was the medical examiner, Jasper. And it was, you know, it was almost like walking into a party and seeing an old friend. You know, it was like one of those things. Like you didn't know he was going to be there, but then he was there. It kind of made you smile. Um, very small part, yeah. very small role, but just it was just. A, nice had you know yeah and he had a pretty so, good role i wouldn't watch no. the series just for him yeah okay um, but so lou back to your point i, I kind of feel like like i liked the ending i just finished this a few minutes before we started re recording started this call um and i know mm -hmm. robin you were saying you watched it three times so far the entire, the entire series, series three times yeah. already uh -huh. Uh, I have too many things to catch up on to be able to do something like that. I can't, I, it's true. That. Did you get, you yeah. got through it obviously, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. So 
I didn't yeah. go through it a second time, but I finished it a while ago. I will. I watch it with my wife. Yeah. yeah, I'll watch it again. It's a good series. But to, back to your point, though, the ending mm. is a little rough. So, Lou, how do you reconcile the ending with still recommending this season of this show? Um, you know, I. So, was the ending perfect for me? No. Um, did it wrap everything up? In a neat little bundle that we can then move on to season two. Yeah, I think so. Um, You know, but I mean, I've seen far worse endings of shows on other things. So uh, that weren't even that good along the way, which this really was. So I I can kind of cut a little bit of slack for that. Okay. But, But I will say it was jarring to go through the series up through episode six, I keep going back to episode six as being really well done and really just spot on. And I'm like, this is, I can't wait to watch the next episode. And I got the last two and I'm like, that's what you're going to give me. I'm like, no, okay. I mean, I get it, but it wasn't what I would have hoped. It was still satisfactory. It went from great to being really good to being good. Maybe even still staying really good, but the first six episodes were great. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it, it did kind of drop off a little bit, but it did wrap things up well. And we are getting a second season. It's already been confirmed. Uh, I'm getting the impression again, I haven't read the novels, but we're probably only going to hold on to the Reacher character and maybe uh, Neagley played by uh, Maria Sten, who I thought also did pretty good. Uh, I, I Pretty good. I think she I did really, mention her. really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I would be happy to see her continue I in think, season two. I think. I think what you're going to, I hope what we're going to see is, right, him, us getting um, uh, gift characters like Neely um, and possibly like the the two younger actors who played young Joe and young Jack, right, along with um, versions of the parents uh, come and fill in his backstory for us. You know, more members of his squads coming in and out. Um, just to help us understand him better. But there's a piece of me that really wants some of these characters to fall away. And one of those characters, I'm sorry, is is got to be Roscoe. Yeah. So I, we're not going to well, spoil anything about the first season. Um, mm-hmm. Movies are a little no, different. Shows, we just, understand, takes people longer uh, to, to catch up. But the the implication i think has always been all along that the novels are kind of self-contained stories to some extent and so the season is going to be a self-contained story he's you know he wanders into town he has an adventure and then at the end he wanders out of town um right he's not tied to that town by right. any stretch of the imagination so to me right. i expected it to be somewhere else for the next one yeah I, I would concur with that. So yeah. a lot of these characters we're probably not going to see again. Now, they could reappear. It could be one of those things where, you know, he calls up, hey, I need a favor. I need you to uh, run fingerprints. Or, you know, it, it could happen. But, yeah, I think the only recurring characters we're going to see are going to be Reacher, uh, Neagley, maybe the the kids in the flashbacks. Honestly, I think the flashbacks worked well in this series, but I don't want to see more of them. I'm already... You know, long-time listeners know I'm already kind of iffy about flashbacks in the first place. Um, mm. I think that for the first season, it worked well in, in kind of establishing the character, but now I, I feel like we've got the character. Like, we get him. Uh, we have a hole. There's a Is hole. Is there a hole that we need I the kids to, feel, on... to, to so... fill? Okay. No. 
Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it depends on what they do with that. That I mean, I'm assuming the kids yeah. were in the book, the flashbacks of what his yeah, child was like. And if they do it in the other books, too, they'll find a way to do it in the in the show. I mean, yeah. different parts of his life may relate to different things, but I think that it worked out well in this first series because we needed to know who he was, and it was what gave us his you know moral center, moral compass. Yeah. Well, right? and, and this whole season is about the murder of his brother, so it's directly tied to the story as well. And right. I mean, you know, kudos to the actors who played the brothers too, Maxwell Jen uh, Jenkins and Gavin White. They mm -hmm. did good jobs. I have no complaints with the actors. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I think flashbacks in general should be I done minimally. Well, I think I think the bigger story for Jack is going to be whatever the re the relationship between he and his father. Uh, was because that is the hole that they did not oh, okay. fill yeah. here. So we 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 saw some evolution right in the boys, obviously, but the 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 father flashbacks stopped, which was seemed a little cold to me. So that that was my clue that there's a bigger story there that's going to unfold uh, in in more seasons. Okay, that's fair, and I would be okay with that. I mean, again, if the flashbacks telling a different story, um. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's all right. All right. Uh, anything else we want to say about Reacher season one? Again, we can't really talk spoilers too much, ah, but yeah, it. we would all recommend it. It sounds like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked Definitely. it. I like oh, this iteration better than uh, Tom Cruise. I like the Tom Cruise movie, but I think this iteration was better. Um, Tom Cruise. I think that version was PG 13. This is definitely more R rated. Um, more violence there was nudity in two episodes just brief nudity um language was a little rougher so not for kids yeah the, the violence and the visuals yeah were not hard for, kids. for kids no i wouldn't yeah mm. yeah whereas not, the, not the jack job, reacher though. movie that i saw anyway um i think i don't know i'd probably be okay with my son watching if i thought he was interested in it i don't, I don't know that he would be uh, but so that's another consideration. But I have to say, I liked this version better than the movie. Sorry to Tom Cruise, but mm. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get back and watch yeah. the movie. I'm sure I will. I gotta pick point, up the but... second one. It's on my list. Like I said, catching up on stuff. But uh, yeah, so thumbs up for uh, Reacher season one on Amazon Prime. It sounds like we would all recommend it. And uh, again, eight episodes is not going to take you that long to binge it. They are hour-long episodes but uh they move fast and like you said lou there's a lot of content packed into those episodes it felt to me more like 12 episodes honestly it feels mm -hmm. longer than mm -hmm. it is as opposed to other shows we talk about like the book of Boba fett where it feels shorter than it actually is uh so this was good good writing good pacing so so that is going to do it for this episode of what is now media chatter um, we are going to decide what we're going to cover next. Again, we are going to alternate, maybe not a one-to-one -one ratio, but we are going to continue covering movies as well as TV shows and maybe other forms of media eventually. But uh, if there's something you would like to have us cover on the show, let us know. Go to youtube.com slash random chatter or randomchatter.com slash YouTube, either one. Let us know in the comments below what you would like to see us cover here on this show. Um, we are going to try to cover some of the newer streaming shows first. 
because there's a lot of them and a lot of really good ones. So if you have a favorite that you would like to hear us talk about, let us know. Um, don't forget to go to randomchatter.com to check out the other podcasts on the Random Chatter Podcast Network. You can go to randomchatter.com slash store to pick up uh, hoodies, t-shirts, sweatshirts. The weather seems to be all over the place. So pick up both a t-shirt and a sweatshirt and you got it covered, right? Doesn't matter what the weather's doing. Uh, and you know, that's a good way to help support the network, but then you get something for it. You get actually a good quality t-shirt and sweatshirt. I, I was a little shocked when Tim first signed us up for this. I'm like, Oh dude, we got to like order some first to test them out and stuff, right? Make sure they're not crap. They're actually really good. Yeah. Mm, so, uh, and in fact, we have to get this new media chatter logo set up. We're going to have to. I'll, Gotta I'll create a new shirt. Mind. And um, yeah, so we're going to notify people of that in our Discord server. So go to randomchatter.com slash Discord and you can join our community there and hang out and talk with us about movies, shows, Star Wars, The Expanse, Star Trek, Disney, Marvel, DC, whatever you want to talk about. We've got a lot of great people there. So that's going to do it for this episode of Media Chatter. Thank you for hanging out with us. We will see you again next week. Until then, take care.